I'm Lauren XOXO, bitch, bitch, bitch. guys welcome to this week's episode of lauren xoxo and friends and before we get into this episode i want to say thank you so much to all of you who listen and if you haven't already please go on itunes podcast and leave a review and if you hear like a little fan in the background it's because me and yaya aren't aren't trying to die of heat yeah exactly you know and it's and it's low so i feel like that's a struggle in itself mad low but um how are you, Yaya? I'm great in yourself. I'm all right. Um, I'm hot. I'm like... Yeah, I know. I was at the promenade and I was baking today. I was like literally baking and I'm just like, this is too much. I try to get my daily doses of vitamin D. Mm. And so it's definitely hot, but I'm okay. Yeah. yeah. I definitely could deal with it though. How was the do the right thing? Um, oh, it was amazing. You was like screaming. Hi, Amari! <laughs> <laughs> If you follow Yaya on Instagram, you know what I'm talking about. Like, Let she me, was hype. I was, first of all, Amari Harwick, fine as fuck. Throwing my vagina on stage. Yeah, oh, whole, like, the whole stage. Um, he was there. Al Sharpton was there. Um, they actually brought out Corey Wise, which... I saw that. My, I ended up breaking down afterwards. Wow. Because um, he actually walked past me. Um, and I said, you know, we love you, Corey. And he grabbed me. And said thank you. And I felt like I just felt like his energy and it just threw me off. Wow. But even when he was on stage, um, he just not well. Mm. It's it's like a combination of like trauma, still trapped in like a sixteen year old body or sixteen year old mentality. Mm-hmm. Even though he he's been out for some time. It's he's just he's just not okay. Do you think all of this attention is making it better or worse? I don't know. That's a great question. Because he seems like he likes it. Like not, not not that he likes it like he's like an attention whore, but I think he just loves the fact that he's getting love and support. And maybe it's a bit healing. And maybe him, but it might also be also still Yeah. I, I just feel like he he's not he's not there. The elevator does not reach the top floor with him. And that kind of like broke my heart because when he grabbed me and was like, oh, thank you, sis, or whatever. I was just like, I come out there like crying. Like I said, I feel his energy. I feel it. And it's just like, it kind of threw me off. Wow. And I was just like, I felt terrible for that man. Like, you could tell he is fucked up. Like, no amount of money could replace his trauma and try heal him. He's, he's, he's gone. He's done. Like, I don't think therapy. Does he still live here? Yeah, that's why he was there. He's the only one that was there. Oh god. Um, he is the only one that's still here. I, know, I felt like I read that the rest are in Atlanta. Like a lot of them are Georgia. down south, down somewhere, down south somewhere. I think I had to do that same move. Yeah, like, get, I'm, I'm cool on y'all. Oh yeah, no seriously. Um, but he's just not well. Wow. And it just fucked. It really. I cried like three times last night. On top of the fact I was drunk, but that made it ten times worse. But his, it just like his energy was just. It was just off. Like mm. fucking off, but it was a great time. I, anything Spike Lee does, I'm always there. I'm so bummed I didn't like. I didn't know about. It. I was like, damn. Like, 
I, I, any block party Spike Lee does, I am always there. I make sure that it's my business to be there because it's like a flow of energy. And the, the it be- looked amazing. It, his block parties are always amazing. It was like a very good time. Mm-hmm. It was, it was great. Um, it was just like to be around like black folks that just love, just like love and peace and. And it was just amazing. And it was the 30th anniversary. I'll do the right thing. Yeah, so I was just like, wow, that was mm-hmm. cool. I'm like, damn, I wish I knew in advance. Like, yeah. I, got my I found out yesterday. Took her out. Yeah, and it was a great day to be out. Um, especially you out there drinking, get your nutcracker, and you're out there jamming in the street, eating. They have like people selling food, and grills are out, kids are running around doing face painting. It was just, it was, it was dope. Like a really, really good time. So. Yes, but I, I mean, I, everyone follows Spike Lee, especially. Um, what I appreciate about Spike Lee is that he always goes back to the neighborhood, and he finds talent in the neighborhood. So if he has like an up up and coming project, he will host like auditions and stuff. So you know, you don't may not have no acting experience, but if you go to an audition, you might get your big break. You know, okay. so he does that a lot. Um, so I definitely definitely suggest my. My artists, whether you guys are actors or um, or actors, follow him because he's always doing stuff like that. I wonder if that's how he found Dewanda because I don't think I ever. Seen I, I I never I, seen that, but she's from. I don't, she's not from New York though. Oh, she's not. She's. Oh. She's not from New York. I think she's from Cali, if I'm not mistaken. Oh. But like the because he had like the cast of she got to have it there. Uh-huh. Um, what you call it? Uh, Shemeka was there. I think she's from Crown Heights actually. Um, I've never seen her before, so I think the, she's uh, Mar's sister was there. I think she's from from Brooklyn as well. They had Opal. I don't know where Opal's from, but Opal's a big bitch too. She's Who's huge. Who's Opal again? The, the girlfriend, the the one with the long shirt, the one that that um, Nola was dating. The, 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 yeah. Oh yes, yes, yes. How, how could I forget? Oh, yeah. Okay. So, um, but he definitely gives back to the community and this is something that we need we needed this positive energy um I, like i said i i always make it my business to go to the block parties and he usually does something for michael jackson um i don't know if he's gonna do something for michael jackson this year since he did this big block party already um but if he does definitely come out it's so much fun bring the kids it's like a we have a ball yeah and just make it makes you just feel good to be who you are it's me like i felt mad black pride yesterday like it was awesome that's good. Yeah, I know. I'm like, I was on my couch, knocked out when I saw it. I was like, oh, you know, moving now. I'm right. Those people, like, I don't know. On the weekends, I try my hardest just to be like so, so lazy mm-hmm. unless I really have to do something. But I'm bummed I missed that. Yeah. And then by the time I woke up, I was like, I'm not gonna go there. Yeah. So, but for the next one, I definitely because I feel like since I mean summer only started like a few days ago, but I haven't done anything like summery yet. I don't know, maybe because I've just been working. You've been working. You have so many things that you're so trying much. to execute, so you're not focused on that. And you did say you want to save money, so yeah. that's something that, you know, me personally, if I go out, somebody pay for me. <laughs> that's my way, but no, there's so many, it, I feel like there's so many things that's that happens in the city, or even just here in Brooklyn, that we just not aware of, like, we still haven't touched. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you don't even have to spend money. You It's free. You you don't have to spend money. You don't have to spend to money. To have a good time in New York. Yeah. Or you could spend a little bit of money. Yeah, it's, you could still time. have a good time. There's so many things to do in this amazing city. From Brooklyn to Queens. I don't know if my Staten Island, so I can't speak on Staten Island. The Bronx, I ain't going there. But <laughs> Manhattan, the island of Manhattan and, and Queens and Brooklyn, there's so many things to do. And I'm going to take advantage of it. Yeah. So I'm going to take advantage of it, so... Like I can't wait to walk the um, what's that thing? The promenade. 
No. Um, in the meatpacking. The Highline. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love the Highline. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. love going to the pier downtown Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Oh, I just came from the promenade, and I was, like, fucking burning up. But it was... I just love looking at the the, the view of the city. Yes. And loving the water and the bridge. Because it's like, I still can't understand how man was able to accomplish this. Because I know I'm afraid of heights. And I'm, I'm looking at the skyscrapers, and I'm just like, how did... How did this happen? Money. They was like, listen, we're going to get this shit. Like, <laughs> we're going to figure this let's out. start stacking shit You know, up. even just thinking just like the logistics and how they created like tunnels. Like understanding like how a vacuum works. That's how they create tunnels. I just love just looking at it. And it's just, and I just find like zen. Mm-hmm. But it was hard at the promenade with the zen, trying to get zen. Because you're right underneath, I mean, right above the BQE. So all you hear is all these tractor trailers. Usually if I go to the promenade on that area, I try to go to like... The Dumbo area to look at the water. That's where I'm always at. Yeah, cause it's it's a little bit more peaceful, um, quieter. But I was like trying to meditate, and it was hard listening to them track the trailers underneath. Mm. There's a man that's always sunbathing in a thong. Really? Yeah, over there. Like, a uh, last time I saw him, it was a bright neon green thong, <laughs> and I was just like, okay. Well, that's that on that. But mm-hmm. I, I like going down there and just kind of like... Sometimes I like going down there by myself. Yeah. And just kind of like talking to myself. Yeah. To God or whoever. And just kind of like taking everything in. Like you said, just looking at the city. Yeah. I feel like New York is so inspiring. Yeah, it is so... It's very ex- inspiring. And just seeing everything that goes on. Um, I love it. I'm just blessed. I'm blessed to be here. Like I, I wish I had to find a state or find a space where I can just be in a consistent state of gratitude, and I find where I can really take everything in is when I'm looking at the view of the city. Mm-hmm. I also love looking at the beautiful condos down there. Yeah, and just being like, damn, like the brownstones. Like you know, I just. I just like try to just yes when you're walking when through. you're on your way and you're yeah walking. and it's just beautiful this shit is gorgeous gorgeous the brownstones are, and it's like how historical it is like they because they cannot change the front of the building mm-hmm. me of the brownstone I just love to take this in and then there were so many like movie moments that they shot yeah in area, so I just love being in Brooklyn Heights I I just love it do I want to live there probably not but um I I love it I absolutely love it yeah. I love being on Montague and just chilling nothing's better than a summer in new york nothing yeah nothing i feel like for july and august i'm gonna try to live my best life oh no this is definitely rooftop season if i can go to a rooftop once a week i'm going to a rooftop i love love rooftop yeah froze what Mm. or french 75 shout out to nikki because she put that me on today what's that a french 75 is um it comes in like a champagne glass it's gin champagne Fresh squeezed lemon juice. You, some people use sugar or they use simple syrup. What I mean is so good. Really? But you are going to be on your ass if you drink too many of them. Because that gin will sneak up on you. I'm here for it. French 75. It's really Frank good. 75? French 75? French. French 75. French 75. So now you know what to order mm-hmm. next time you go out. Yeah. So this week, I feel like this past week was a bit messy. It was a lot going There's on. There's a lot going on. On the social media. A lot. Whatever world. Um, 
I'm not trying to think like what. So did you see the newest episode of Keeping Up with the Kardashians? Yeah, of course I watched since it. We, since we spoke about it. Yeah, did you end up watching it? So I watched it today since I was able to work from home. And honestly, I think, and I've always... I've always loved like keeping up with the Kardashians because I don't know I just like trash TV. Yeah, yeah. And I've always, in general, like I think the Kardashians is cool. Like I think they do some bullshit, but I've always been like, whatever. I like I. They're not. They're, they're not cool. that bad as people. We we make it seem. They're not that bad. But I think after watching that episode, I think I was like, nah, I'm over these bitches. And let me. And I think the reason why I felt like that is because first of all. They was acting mad hard. I was like... At, yeah, talking about, you know, we're going to be pussies and we don't say nothing, but... Right. And these bitches want to fuck our men. And I'm like, I'm just listening to this. And you want me to go back to being club money? I'm sorry. Did any of y'all ever whoop anybody's ass? And, like, did I miss something? Well, supposedly Lamar Odom did put in his book that Chloe did beat up some chick. That's probably some white hooker yeah. that he was fucking. Yeah. And, she, and the hooker was probably 5'5". Five, five. You know Chloe tall as yes, hell. Yeah. Easy. Easy fight. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like when I was watching that episode and then hearing how, and don't get me wrong, like I told, I hundred percent understand the situation. I get it. Jordan was wrong. Jordan, like, and Tristan was wrong. They shouldn't have did it. I get that she expected much more out of Jordan because Jordan was basically guess, family. Yeah, get that. Totally understand. But I don't know. I just felt like it was. Every, I don't know. I was just like, this shit is whack. Like, they're like, Chloe, you're fucking whack because that he then showed you who he was. I feel like when I watched it, there were so many things running through my head, and I'm like, I, know, I, I, I guess when you're in a state of pain, you're just everywhere, you know. And you just had a baby. You just you had know. a baby. Yeah, like it's a lot. Like, and I don't think she fully healed from that that, she, that first cheating incident. How could you? You know, and I'm trying. Send her into labor. Exactly. No, te- right. It's in her into labor. So I get it. I I just like I said. I just feel like these are women who have had the chance to do their fuck shit in their own space in their own peace, and whether they acknowledge that it was wrong or right, they're older women, and I just don't understand the attacking. And I'm glad that Kylie checked Kim. Mm-hmm. I'm glad Kylie was like, you know, we're better than this. Like, you know, this whole social media thing, you know, it's corny. It's definitely really corny. Um, but I, I, when I was on like the Shade Room and Ball Alert, Ball Alert and Gossip in the City, I, I really can't stand the word bullying now, right? Because I feel like everything is like bully, bully, bullying, 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 and I don't remember as a kid. Uh, watching adults and hearing conversations that they use this word so much um and everyone is upset that oh, yeah, they no, felt that's like the new, that's like, a new thing yeah like bu- everybody's being bullied and everybody is bullying someone else it's just it's just too much because now i was looking at like the whole kamara lee simmons comments and i'm like sis like you definitely don't need this type of press right now especially you just relaunching baby fat into forever 21 but I'm trying to like understand. It. I'm trying to look at it from both angles, and I I just feel like, for one, I feel like they are attacking Jordan, but no one is saying anything about Tristan. Like, you no one is saying anything about Tristan. You have all of this public heat for Jordan. Yeah. But you don't have public heat for Tristan. Yeah, that's the shit that I don't get it. I don't I don't understand, and it's just 
Kimura, which I'm slightly disappointed about because I'm like, there had to be another way. Like, and when I'm reading her comments, like she's actually responding to people on her Instagram page. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she was just like, oh, I was talking about both parties. No, you were not. You were talking about Jordan. This is a 21-year-old woman. Because she has said, either way, he's your baby daddy. Yeah. He's your baby daddy. And I'm like, that fucked you over. Yeah. That made you look dumb twice. So whether or not, whether or not, if it was Jordan, it was going to be somebody else. And there's probably so many other women out there that he probably slam danced with from the beginning and that she just wasn't aware of. I don't believe that man was ever faithful to that girl. Trisha Thompson is 28 or something like yeah. that. Yeah. A millionaire from uh, Canada. Yeah. A basketball player. Mm-hmm. And if he was a cornball in high school, he's probably been 10 times worse. Yeah, exactly. So it's like... Yeah, I don't know. I just don't. This whole thug shit was just a little bit too much for me. They was going it was too hard. So like, oh, and we first. I'm like, did I miss? Like, did y'all ever pull up on somebody? Like, did I miss something? Yeah, y'all didn't pull up on Black China. <laughs> I know yeah, Amber like, Rose, nothing. Y'all didn't. Pu- uh, Chloe, you didn't pull up on Trina. You didn't pull up on like, what are y'all doing? Mm-hmm. Now y'all so hood. I'm like, you bitches are sitting up in million dollar homes, talking tough. And the whole time Malika at the table, like, looking like a, and she's a fucking coon herself. Like yeah. I'm sick of her. Sh- I'm sick of Malika. You just a fucking sidekick, sis. Um, I, I, I just feel, and it, but then again, like I said last episode, there's such a, a superficial world. I don't think they understand reality because everything's at their fingertips. And I think Malika, as a black woman, she and Jordan are kind of in the same space because Malika ain't, oh, sure. Malika ain't in the same Malika. But Malika didn't get where Jordan is. Exactly. Jordan made a brand for herself. herself. Yeah, you just. But even before the whole her brand making a brand for herself and making a name for herself, everything's at your fingertips because of who you're surrounded by, and you guys live in such a superficial world that you guys are not aware of reality, and especially a reality of a black woman. Woman, and I feel like she should have been like, "Listen, we're not doing this. I understand we're all angry here, but we, no, we're not doing." Also, that. she was sleeping with a married man. Exactly. And I think that's why she was actually pretty quiet at the table. table. Yeah. Because she she definitely got called out for sleeping with a married man. Who was it? Some. Oh, she was dating um, what you call her, he the was... rapper. Um, oh, the one that got oh. murdered. Oh God, what's his name from Queens? Um, he got murdered in Queens. Oh, um, Chinks. 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 Yes, she was messing around with Chinks, and he was married. So. About, I believe what I wanted to believe. Uh, people be killing me. Yeah, so it's just it, I don't understand why it's okay for you to do certain things, but when it's done to you or to somebody else, now there's rules and boundaries that apply. Like you have to be one way. Right. It's just like so you can fuck my man, but I can't fuck your man. Yeah. Like, that makes no sense to me. And yeah, I don't know. It was just, and I feel like I hate when people choose when to be moral and when not to be yeah. moral and i feel like if you are a person and you know you move reckless exactly when shit happens to you you gotta take that shit on the chin yeah mm-hmm. i i i a hundred like i respect you way more if you're like yo i be doing fucked up shit even sometimes like if i'm having an od fucked up uh day or like i something crazy happens to me i really be trying to think like okay Hmm. What situation? Like, what is this karma coming from? Like, what you? You have to think about it. Yeah, you have to think about it. Instead of being like, "Woe is me," nah, I probably did some fucked up shit to somebody. 
Mm-hmm. And this is my karma. You know, and you know what's crazy? And she was Chloe blacked on Chris. The way they be talking to Chris, Chris, Chris needs to shut that shit the fuck makes down. Me feel uncomfortable. It makes me uncomfortable. Like, I could never. never talk to my mother like that. Even if she was dead wrong, I could tell my mother. I could tell my mother like about herself, but in a way where it's still respectful. Yes. But I feel like Chris is in a in a tough space because she's like, okay, I have to be here for Kylie and gotta be here for for Chloe and and. I get where she's coming from, like like trying to be like a publicist at the same time, trying to protect their image, and at the same time still be a mother to, you know. And and, and Kylie, I feel terrible for her because it's like she has to pick pick you know pick a side. She lost her her, like, right, her rib. Right. Like. Yeah, that's her rib. But now I see that she replaced Jordan. <laughs> What's that white girl on her Instagram page? Oh. If you go on her Instagram page now, this is she got a new sidekick. Oh well, good. Uh, but I feel bad. I, I, I'm not gonna lie. I kind of wish like they could make amends in some I way. I think her and Jordan still speak on the low. You think so? Yeah. I would like them to, you know, at least be in a space, you know, where it's cordial. I don't think it will ever be the same because now trust is violated. She can't run around with Jordan. Yeah. Nah. She can't do that. But I just hope that they can be in a space and be cordial. Um, but I, when I'm just looking at, I'm just like, yo, y'all need to calm the fuck down. I, I get that you're from, you know, and you're angry, but be angry at him because he's been doing shit. It takes two to tango. He's been doing shit. And you being mad at this 21-year-old girl. Like, I get it. Like, she's 100% in the wrong. But mm-hmm. damn. But at the end of the day, you and him have a union. A different type of, like... Situation. Yeah. A partnership. And so... Like, I don't know. I just... I was just watching it like... These bitches be so delusional mm-hmm. sometimes. It really frustrates me. Like... Give this same heat to that man. Oh, I'm giving it to him in private. He's the father of my... I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Because he didn't give a fuck about you. Like, my thing, he... People, you don't think people are going to see this shit and not report it? Are you You're kidding? You're one of the most famous people out here. And you don't even care how you move. Mm-hmm. You know you're moving reckless. Y'all didn't even try to do... It was one thing y'all did in the dark. Like, y'all were real sneaky. But y'all did it at a party. At a fucking party. You don't think people are going to be like, oh, hell no. This is what's going down. This is what's going on. So. And that whole situation is like, still, like, when I think about it, like, I'm at a party. She said he kissed her. We laying on each other. It's just like, we're, huh? Mm-hmm. Why would you even get that close to one another? Like, it just... No mm-hmm. amount of drinks or nothing can make me be all over my homegirl, man. Yeah, no. Mm-mm. I just, I don't know. But then I'm like, shit, the way I be hearing them Calabasas bitches be moving, y'all don't That's what I'm no, saying. Like, they're such in a superficial no world. Like, there's, there's nothing. No. That That's what I'm saying. Like, there's, their, their world is totally different from ours. And there's no sense, to me, in my opinion, there's no sense of loyalty. There's mm-hmm. no sense of loyalty. And it's, all the money in the world is still a doggy dog world for them and it's just like i'm it's it's not even survival of the fittest i'm just gonna get whatever the fuck i want even though they be talking to each other like when like everyone was mad because kim was like oh um she basically the the reason why she feeds her family is because of kylie but i remember one of the past episodes kim told one of her sisters like you ain't shit without me 
So I'm like, yeah. You know how many times she said that to, Cla- to Courtney? That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, she said so that to Courtney. Like, many and savage amongst each other. other as well as people on the outside. So when she said it, I wasn't surprised. That's right. I remember. She said that shit to Courtney. She said she's like, yo, if it wasn't for me, nobody would be eating. like. She said that shit to Courtney like, maybe a couple of seasons ago. To Scott, she she was saying talking about Courtney to Scott, and she went off. And I'm just like. Do me no favors if you're gonna throw it in my face that you Every did something for me. Year. Yeah, like it, the one time we have some like some some friction, I, the last thing I need you to do is throw in my face what you have done for me. And this is that particular line with Kim is the, is the reason why people rather struggle in silence than for you to, for then for you then for them to accept any opportunity that you may provide pro, pro, uh, provide for them. Like that shit is whack. Like. No, and this is why, like, I personally don't like handouts. Like, I I rather find it out on my own. I rather do things by myself because people will throw that shit in your face. You can even ask for a fucking dollar, right? And someone be like, "Well, remember I gave you that dollar last week?" Well, yeah, you ungrateful and all this other shit. Like, and no. also doesn't take away from your work ethic. Like, yeah, yeah, you might have gave me the ledge, but I had to do everything Thing else. Yeah, and don't get me wrong, I do feel like when someone helps you, you should always pay your respects. Yeah, 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 definitely. But. After five, ten years, and you've made a name for yourself, and now you're on to being your own person. Yeah. Like, like, but my thing is, like, you was, Kim, like, Paris Hilton put you on the game. You was, you you know, you was a little sidekick. And then now, you know, you slam dance with Ray J on the damn tape. The and dick it, put you on. Yeah, the dick put you on. So, I mean, let's, hey, maybe, maybe Ray J and his family can get a cut, a percentage. Of what y'all making now. Since everybody likes to throw things in their faces. Right. So, I don't know. I'm just, I'm glad the season's over though. I got what I had to get out. And I just wanted to make sense of it. And I'm just. Yeah. I don't know. I felt like. Fuck our men. Listen, what you. <laughs> listen. When they said that line, it just made me cringe. What you put out in this world is what you're going to get right back. Mm-hmm. Whether so, you want to believe in karma or not, it may not affect you, but it will could affect other people in your life. Your children, fact. your sisters, your something. It will come back. I also think people think like when they do shit in the dark and they seemingly like in quotations get away with it, they think like nothing's going to come of it because no one saw it. But yeah. like your karma comes. Oh, D. So... Um, Od. Yeah, I don't know. I was over them bitches. Even even like Kylie was posting fire pictures of this new Harper's Bazaar. Oh, her and pictures. I was like, oh, you should just fire. But I was so over them. I was no, like, but it wasn't Kylie fault, man. I know. It wasn't Kylie fault because Kylie and Chris slayed. Oh my god. Fire. Fire. They. You cannot. T- I'm sorry. Y'all cannot take away from them. Go. That bitch can fucking. She could take some pictures. Yeah. Even though she may not look like that. But and she know how to do her angles. I'm trying to learn too. Chris looked amazing too. Chris, I'm like, listen. They looked amazing. When I get older, I got no problem getting my face done, <laughs> getting these fillers because you always want to look good. Like yeah, but I see, I like good. Chris because Chris is not overdone. Yeah. Chris' face is not like bad. I mean, her nose is a little off a little bit, but she still she still got it. Mm-hmm. She still got it. And when and when um Chloe was like, they're gonna fuck your mama. I was like, nobody want Corey. Nobody want Corey. <laughs> Nobody gonna want Corey. We good. Yeah, we good. We don't want Corey. It's okay. We damn sure don't want fucking Kanye. When you told when they, when they said fuck our men, I'm like, who is fucking Kanye? Who wants to fuck him? But Kim. Nobody wants that man. Oh my so, god. Yeah. Please don't hype them up. Honestly. Should I get better dick in the hood? I'm. You kidding me? 
And she was like, call Kanye. He understands. I was like, please don't let this nigga start going. Yo, I put the battery in these bitches' backs. Yeah, like, please. Kamara just did, because. Kamara did a lot. I didn't, I, that shit was a lot. That shit yeah, was I'm a like, lot. Kamara. Kamara. Stop it. Because I'm pretty sure you had your whole days, too, when you divorced from um, Russell. And you was probably messing with married men. Also, and doing other when shit. he was like 16, dealing with mm-hmm. Russell, who was a, was a grown-ass man. But you know, whatever. Um, Chris Brown's new album came out. The fucking song. And uh, he has a song with who is the song with Jordan Lucas and Lil Wayne. It's called Need a Stack. And one of the lines in the song is I only fuck with oh only want to fuck the black bitches with nice hair. And so of course. Black women are pissed. Everyone's up and down. I don't know. I, I'm not going to hold you up. I'm going to tell you right now. I don't give a fuck. I don't care anymore. I, I can no longer give energy to this topic. I personally cannot. I, I just feel like... He's been perpetuating this shit for so long. Why now that you guys want to try to nip this in the bud? You, create, you already created this monster. Also... Chris Brown, we already have seen what he likes. Yeah, he doesn't like and you. his type. Yeah, we don't. We, I mean, I, I'm okay. I'm, I'm here for a preference, right? No, but it's this is I not. I want to throw the word preference in the trash. Okay, I'm why? I'm tired of the word preference. Right. Because I feel like it's used to cover up a lot of shit. No, it does. It no, definitely. And that's why. And I think people just go towards that word. I'm like, I cannot hear preference anymore. I can't yeah, remember. no, it definitely mask it, it masks the true intentions. No, definitely, it definitely definitely does, but I feel because isn't it weird that we are all attracted to what we're attracted to, right? But how weird is it that you are attracted to someone that's more of a darker skin tone than a lighter skin tone? Mm-hmm. Why is that a preference? Yeah, I don't know. That's weird. Why do you prefer uh, nice hair? What you would say, nice Quote hair? Quote, yeah. Uh, what you would Kinky. say? Yeah, not hair. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think it's actually bullshit. Mm-hmm. Because that's weird. I think... I don't know. I, I'm Listen, y'all keep supporting... This is why I'm, I'm going to be honest with y'all. I'm not a big hip-hop fan. Like, I have... There's only a few artists that I like... Um, and, and that's like Rick Ross, maybe J. Cole, Drake, like Rick Ross can get the pussy anytime. See, yeah, he's like the fly. He make you feel like you want a yacht and you're on the fucking subway. Yeah, seriously. Mm -hmm. But he makes it seem like, I know like some of y'all, y'all like, y'all don't mind being referred to as a bitch and shit like that, which is fine. That's y'all preference. But even if, like the way he even says the word bitch, like it, and I don't even like to be referred to nobody's bitch, but it just makes me feel like mad pretty like yeah, it way though he flows like i can fuck with him but like versus rick ross like when rick i ne- i haven't listened to rick ross for since i was at like high school so i feel like i never really heard anything derogatory come from rick ross and even the women that he dates he had that one line no, he fucked up no that one line but he's talking about rape that was i'm talking about like that was like hmm. okay i'm talking about like coming towards like like an image like black women image I speak bad about black, black women and even though the women he dates like the woman he dates like he it's they're black, they're black women and they come from all you know sizes skin complexions like you know and that's fine 
And we already know Chris Brown has a type. Like, I already know. Like, I would never have a chance with Chris Brown. And never have a t- I would never. Blazing. Yeah, and you don't like Karuchi. He is the lightest that he's. I mean, Rihanna was the closest thing to being full black that you you gonna and get. Rihanna it's ambiguous. Yeah, she's for, ambiguous. Yeah, she's extremely ambiguous. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I'm just so tired of this conversation. And I, like I was reading the comments this morning because I woke up at six o'clock in the morning. And I'm like, and I'm like, somebody's telling me look at my phone. I'm looking at my phone, and I'm just reading the comments. And I'm, and I'm really just annoyed with the fact that people are trying to defend what he said. And they were? Yes. You didn't read the comments on the shade what roll. What were they saying? Oh, somebody was like, oh, good hair. First of all, I tried to create a correlation between Beyonce's line, Becky with the good hair, with Chris Brown's line, but she was being sassy and sarcastic in that in that line. Right. Versus this is like this this. He always talks about a red moan. He always talks about something. Like, we have to understand, like, hairism or curlism, texturism is a branch off of colorism. Mm-hmm. And when you hear the good, ter- good, the word good hair, if you look in, look, actually look that definition up in the Urban Dictionary, it tells you what it is. I mean, it's not, I don't understand, like, why people are defending it. Like, somebody else was saying, like, oh, that's his preference. Oh, good hair could mean oh, you, you, like like she keeps her hair done. I'm like, come on now, y'all know damn well that's not what that motherfucker meant. You know what it means. You know what it means. Like he knows what it means. He does not want someone with hair that's not silky, Yo, straight, yeah, you know, curly, yeah, things of that. And if it's curly, it has to be a certain type like, of curl, curly. yeah. I just don't get it, and I'm I'm just so tired of this conversation. Like I wasn't even mad. Like first of all, I'm I support Chris Brown, but I don't support his music because I first of all, for one, I think his music is is aging backwards. I feel like he made more mature music when oh, he was in wow. high when he was in high school like than he does now. So I I don't I'm not the biggest fan. I I don't really listen to his music. I think he floods you to the point where you can't even digest. You can't even digest it. And thirty two fucking songs. Like thirty yeah. I don't. Um, he does more. First of all, he doesn't even make music for us anymore. Let's be real. His music is is for pop. He's I mean, he's not an R and B artist. He's a pop artist. Let's be clear. Um, but I do want to see him win. But I don't know what. Yeah, he, I, I'm. Tr- I want to give him space to grow. What? But what made me? What was so? And I think I'm with you when I say I don't care. Like I'm so tired, especially. I'm so tired of people making ignorant ass comments that it's to the point where I'm just like, I can't be bothered with it. Yeah. Right? Um, but I'm like, in 2019, you put that in a song, especially when so many black women support Chris Brown. Oh, and the way he tried to clean it yeah, up. Yeah, he saw his story. All, I want to throw the word queen in the trash too. Yeah. Because, but basically he said. Y'all tripping, tripping. Y'all bitches don't want to fuck the nigga with the fucked up teeth, do you? Only bitches upset is the uglies, not the black queens. Yeah, no. He trying to clean. No, it, it, motherfucker. You know what we? You know exactly what that means when somebody says good hair. See, my thing is Chris Brown's choose to be conscientious when it's when it when he wants to be. He's not a fucking idiot. Like, I, like he's not like somebody who lives in the dark or underneath a rock. Chris Brown is far from a, a bonehead. So for him to try to clean it up that way, like you, we know what you was talking about. I'm surprised you didn't use Redbone or something like that. You, I'm surprised you didn't say a fucking Blasian or you know Filipino or some shit. Oh yeah, say that. Just say that, I like, like a Blasian. Yeah, and that's okay. That's what it and they, I would have it. Yeah, we see it all the time. They, you know, some of them are bad. You know, whatever. But it's just like I just feel like 
it's 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 just it's just when it, especially as one black women we take the like the the heat when it comes to a lot of things and i'm fucking tired of it i'm tired of being upset i'm tired of being mad i'm tired of being told i'm too dark i'm tired of being told i'm too thick i'm tired of being told my hair's too fucking nappy i'm t- you know i'm tired of the whole text to tell me take off my fucking wig i'm just i'm just over we i'm just over it can't we can't do shit right as a black woman i can't do shit right and I was just on, um, I was just on Facetime with Don. I was like, the last time I fucking seen Kim Kardashian and Kylie Jenner with weed ponytail, them motherfuckers was yakky. Yeah. <laughs> and a black man would look at that and be like, oh, that's fire, you beautiful. And they all they wear wigs and essentials all day long. All day long. Kim's hair is up to her collarbone. And she, that woman wears wigs and extensions all. Day. Kylie wear wigs. Oh, she, Tokyo Styles is makes her wigs, so I'm I'm just so tired of this shit. Like I feel like as a black woman, I can't do shit right. Whether I if I if I speak my opinion, I'm too fucking opinionated. If I you know or I have a bad attitude, you know I but just other women are sassy, sassy they're fiery, mm. they're spicy. Mm. You know I'm so sick of this fucking narrative. Like I wanted to throw it the fuck away. Yeah. To be honest, like I I I'm so sick of it, and at this point, I'm becoming numb. Like I am extremely numb. I don't care. Y'all can keep that shit. Because what happens is, is that you are perpetuating and projecting the hurt that your mamas, your aunties, and your fucking grandmothers did to y'all and expect all black women to be the fucking same. And then I'm also thinking when they're basically putting other women above us. Yeah. And I think that's another oh, thing. Oh, definitely. And then these women are thinking they're better than us. Like when I was listening, when I was hearing the way Khloe Kardashian was speaking, it was just like, they, How could this person do this to me? Because I'm this like she. She had so much like um, sense of entitlement. Yeah, she has a lot of entitlement. It's like sis, you were no different. Yeah. You were no different from his black baby mother. Yeah, before you, did you all the same? Yeah, vagina's vagina. You know, I just, I just, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just kind of over it, and I'm, I'm no longer. I'm just no longer dealing with it. I, I just I can't argue with it no more. Um, then we're expected to fight for everything. But we always are on the front line. But that's what I'm saying. Like Chris Brown is not an idiot. Like Chris Brown knows because if you like watch his stories or things that he posts, he's 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 like he could be slightly conscientious. He just choose choose not to be when it either. I don't know if he just want to sell records or make things sound good. But even he even though he when he had an interview I think with Big Boy. He's like, no, I'm not all the way. I'm not. He's like, I got white in me. I'm, I'm, I'm like he would say, like I was mixed or some shit like that. Mm. And he said, no, or I don't, cause um, no, big boy asked him if he had a perm. <laughs> big boy <laughs> asked him. He's like, no, this is my hair, which I believe that's Chris, I'm Chris Brown's hair. Um, Why is that even a question? Yeah, so he asked Who him. Cares? He, no, cause no, he was make. I think he was making fun of it, cause he was just like, would you put an S curl in your hair or some shit oh, like okay, that? Okay. He's like, no, I'm not all the way black. I'm, you know, I got something. And he's like, I'm, yeah, I don't got nigga hair. Some, some shit like that. And this was a couple of years black ago. Black people, we have so many different hair types. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like people think because like you could come Why from the same parent. Nappy or like to me, that's everyone's first thought. And nappy is not bad. Kinky is not bad. Honestly, it's like everybody want to be black but nobody want to be black and then the black people the black celebrities don't even want to be black like it's always i mix with something yeah yeah and i'm like i'm like it is crazy because you could have like the way genetics works you could have we the same parents yeah and not, and not even that like one kid can come out dark and have kinkier hair textures and then one kid can come out light 
in and with curlier hair. So it's just like you never know. Hit a fireworks. I'm trying to. Yo. I'm trying to fucking talk. I'm so tired of Brooklyn. <laughs> Yo, I'm telling you, move back to Long Island. Anyway, like I was saying, like based on genetics, just because the, the, that one kid came out light doesn't mean that kid has more white in him. That does not have. That's not how it works. You know, and I want us to stop this bullshit, man. I, I'm just so tired of it. I wanted to, the hair discrimination, the colorism. But yes, I can't do it, man. I can't women, take like, it. I can't take. And it's you know what? And there's a lot. I'm sorry, sisters, but some of us we we gotta get the shit together too because a lot of us perpetuate that stupid shit ourselves. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, because I I don't know if I ever told you about. I went to Miami in September. It was a mess trying to get back to New York. Um. And me and this girl, this is some shit I never do before, did before, but me and her ended up sharing a room because um, we got stuck at the airport okay. with a complete stranger and her son. So she's wow, from Brooklyn. That's, that's mad random. <laughs> so she asked, because I already booked the room, so she just asked, like, okay, you know, do you mind if we stay? And I'm just like, I prayed, I said, God, you know, I don't know this woman, this woman can set me up. But I felt like she didn't really have the money, so I was like, you know, you can stay, share the room with me. Um, so we were talking while her son was sleeping, and she was just like, yeah. She was dating some guy. She was dating this Italian guy. She's like, yeah, I gotta make sure my, if I have a daughter, I don't want my her daughter, my daughter, to come out with fucked up hair or some some bad hair or some stupid shit like that. And I said, why would you say that? And mind you, this is a grown ass woman. She's in her thirties, raising you know a young black boy who has to be like eight. And I I had to. I had to tactfully tell her why what she said was problematic because automatically you're going to instill certain things into your child if you have them both him your child that now, now and, or if your future children mm-hmm. that if they don't look a certain way that they're not gonna be beautiful right and for them to, to seek this like you guys are literally not even seeking love anymore you're just trying to create like this perfect human being based off of your standards european standard of beauty mm-hmm. and and i said you're never gonna find true love away or happiness that's so weird yeah, like for me to be like, I'm only gonna date, man. I'm gonna, I'm only gonna date this guy because I just want to make sure my kids come out with light and curly hair. Like, you know, I I can't see myself dismissing a good man because he is dark skinned or he has really kinky hair or you know more Afrocentric features. Like, but I'm that, not even thinking about me that. either. That's what's, that's what's so wild to me is this like when I think about whoever I've plan on spending my life with and having kids with i'm just like i just can't wait to be in love like i just can't wait to just have a beautiful union i'm not like he gotta have silky hair he gotta be this skin tone he has to have this background nah i'm like why why are we like you said why are we like genetically trying to put things together, together? and that's not how genetics Instead work though letting things happen genuinely yeah that's, that's not how genetics work though and that's and that's what's scary because you don't know if you're gonna be dominant or she's gonna be recessive or you know vice versa we have like we have to stop that like did you see that youtube couple right after they had the bait right oh yeah i watched the whole thing on baby. youtube okay so i watched the whole thing if you haven't seen it there's this popular youtube couple the woman is she's light-skinned i don't know if she's mixed yeah right. she is she's the she um her grandmother well her mother's half white her mother's her grandmother's white um and her i guess her dad is black mm-hmm. but i think they're creole okay the louisiana creole and then she has light eyes light eyes her baby father is a dark-skinned black man has the baby literally she's laying in bed she's looking at her baby and instead of just like being in awe of like this life she created she's like she I has 
I thought you gonna have pretty eyes like me. Yeah. That's what she's saying to the baby. I thought you gonna have pretty eyes like me. Um, and then she was just like, then I, then I guess they looked at the, the baby's ears and see how dark the baby ears are. And she was like, oh, you know, you're going to be dark. So they were just like, the, 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 I watched, like I said, I watched the whole YouTube video. So I was just like, let me watch this whole thing in context mm-hmm. to, before I make an opinion. And, um, the grandmother's like, oh, it's all right. You know, she comes out dark. It's not a big deal. But you, you see, the nurse, the, the nurse, was, nurse the, was the, like, the white nurse was like, but isn't she a beauty? Like, she's just trying to like. Because they were just picking at the baby's features to see what she's going to look like as she gets older. Mm-hmm. And the white nurse was just like, well, isn't she just a beauty anyway? Like, tr- like what are we talking about here? I'm like, like as, it, as I was watching it again, I'm thinking in my mind, I cannot imagine uh, whenever I do give birth that the first thing I'm paying attention to is like my child's features that people will deem as beautiful. Like yeah. their skin tone. First of all, babies eyes, are ugly anyway when it comes out. They all come out look mad funny looking, shriveled, looking like a fucking raisin and like a duck. Weird and just looking for your titties. Yes, that's <laughs> how they come out. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I was just like, yo, what's going on? And then. And then you caught that on camera. No, no, that's not the worst part. That? that ain't the worst part. Okay, what that the mean? worst part was when the husband was like oh she's like he's like oh i won't be the darkest one in the family because the sons are like brown skin mm-hmm. or like a little bit lighter like a light brown so she was because i because because they talking about the ears the baby's ears are dark so she looked at him she's like she ain't gonna be dark like you and she the way she screwed up her face like it was just the most disgusting thing so they had to they had to make the a man you're in love with then she made a response they made a response video to like the criticism and it was the most ignorant thing. My, you know what, is, what, it, what What kills me about this whole colorism and curlism type situation? Is that there are young, you're not only young black women, but young black boys maybe who never grew their hair out because they was told their hair was nappy, right? Mm-hmm. So you have to think about not just only black women, but young black boys and little black girls. We don't know where a woman or a boy is in their journey where they may have been called black and ugly their whole life or you have fucked up hair, your shit is nappy and peasy. The last thing somebody needs to do while they're on their journey of healing is hearing constantly that with, that they're they're genetically fucked up. That's the last thing somebody hears. I mean, and my thing is like this is coming from people who are in mainstream media and right. I understand like some celebrities don't like to have responsibility in quote unquote raising people's kids and stuff like that. But honestly, you are a role model whether you want to accept it or or not. You have a responsibility to to not project insecurities hatred or any of that mm-hmm. i agree like whether you want to want to or not like it is what it is and like we don't expect them to be perfect no, right but it's true it is it's like well, like if i was to blow up today i have a sense of responsibility because i have little girls that maybe want to be like be like kiana and i don't know if i, I get it like you don't want to live your life having to look over your shoulder all the time and make sure that you be saying politically correct things. But if you don't have anything positive to say that you know that could affect somebody, don't say the shit at all. And nowadays, because we just have so much access to one another, right? it's even, I think, ten times more important to put out positivity in the exactly. world. Exactly. Now, kids could Google, how do I kill myself? And it's there. Yeah. We didn't have, like, we couldn't Google. I was just like, I would have never thought to Google 
you know how to commit suicide and things like that mm-hmm. but it's literally like eight-year-olds seven-year-olds that are googling these things and then taking their own lives mm-hmm. um and i don't know and then i just feel like it's like you can't win for losing right oh a nigga don't want you to wear a weave but then when you wear your real hair out they don't want you to to embrace it he wants you to wear it straight it's like you damned if you do damned if you you don't black women we cannot blow out our hair every other day or every week or something like that because then it's going to be trash it's going to be damaged you're not going to be able to revert and so like on what day was it on on saturday I was on my way home, and I was on the train. So if you live in New York, I was on the 4 train. I got on at Fulton Street. I got off at the last stop, which is Utica. That's a a long train ride. Not long, but a pretty decent train ride. And this, this black girl sat next to me, and she tapped me on my shoulder, and she was like, oh, my God, I really love your hair. I'm trying to get a curl like yours. And I was like... I was like, okay, like, thank you. And then she was just, like, telling me all about her hair journey. and then But she kept saying, like, oh, I want to get a curl like yours. Like, I want your hair texture. And I was just like, but I don't, like, but what's your hair texture? Like, yeah. I don't know. You can't do it because you can't do it because it's, because your, your hair is genetically coily. Your hair, Lauren, is genetically coily. I think the problem is, is that when, when we start our natural hair journey, like, what it's so many things wrong because I feel like a lot first of all this natural hair journey was for black women with kinky hair the curly hair girls mainly mixed girls took over our natural hair journey and made it theirs and now all the hair companies when they promote their products they go towards women with a certain curl tech curl pattern and usually it's like a big, big bush a big with these big beautiful curls and mind you their hair is beautiful as well mm-hmm. it's gorgeous and all that but they literally hijacked this shit. So now it's a sense of marketing. So women think that if they use a certain product, their hair is going to look like this person that it's not going to happen genetically. It's not fucking happening. Right. It's not happening. Like I have, I wish I could have coarse hair. My hair is fucking fine. And that's why I stopped wearing my hair out because my hair is so fine that it snaps. So, I mean, I wish there was products out there that can make my hair more coarse so I can do twist outs because my hair does not last ever in a twist out mm-hmm. i can never wear my hair out unless i leave it shrunk and i want to start that bitch but unfortunately that's not the case you know and, and it's a lot th- with the marketing of these companies like mixed chicks and whatever uh curly whatever and curls and all this other stuff it's they market to a certain type of group of people like i personally will never buy mixed chicks because they don't advertise towards well, women with hair it, i'm like well i'm not a mixed chick so I'm not yeah but you, but your hair texture like you will fall under the mixed chicks category because of your coily hair where mine i, I have extremely kinky hair like i have four z so i'm like i feel like if you're not marketing towards me and there's no one that looks like me or with my hair texture i'm not prying your product i still feel self-conscious even though literally people are always like yo you have the most amazing curls I like I feel self-conscious when I wear my hair the way it is now. Why? I have my because I just I don't know if I like I'm like Like do people find me attractive with my hair like this? And it's because I see all the like I watch all of these videos and not that I'm walking around just looking for people to like see me as attractive or whatever. But there was a post like, as a black woman, you get a different type of attention depending on the type of hair. Absolutely. And so like 
when I first started wearing my hair like out with my natural curls or whatever, just like short and growing, I was just like, I don't know, I just felt different and I like I I felt a bit insecure. Yeah. And no. I told myself like, no, but this is you. No, absolutely. Um I personally um when I wore my hair out, when I did my big chop again back in two thousand fifteen and uh, with my hair was just as short as how you wearing it. Um, my hair wasn't as coarse, coily. It's very kinky. Um, but I was, I looked, I thought I looked bomb. You know, I thought I looked good. Um, but I noticed there was more attention coming from white men, even Asian men. Black men will walk right past me. There's a few brothers that would be like, "Yo, you are fire!" Like I love, 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 love your hair. Um, and but there was a lot of them that just walked past me. Like I noticed the attention has shifted. Yeah. And more white men and like I never even had, that that was the first time I even had like Chinese men trying to talk to me. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not I want to say Chinese. I don't know where they were actually from. Maybe, I want to say East Asian um, men trying to trying to talk to me, and it was like kind of strange. I'm like I never really had that, mm-hmm. um, you know. Uh, and then when I started wearing my wigs again, I saw that black men wanted to talk to me again, and now. The white men had decreased. Yeah. It's like strange. It's and even when you see... It's crazy because when you see like black women dating outside their race for the most part, they're natural. Right. They're natural. That's why I'm always... Like I kind of... I put myself in... Like when I feel uncomfortable about things that make me me. Yeah. I like... I even go 10 times harder to fight to feel it. comfortable. Yeah. I'm like, like I gotta make it... Be like, nah. Your your hair is fine. Yeah. And at the end of the day, you are still you, no matter like what you do. Right. And so appreciate like just to saying how you feel bomb when you have on a twenty four inch six thirteen. You need to feel bomb when you're out here rocking your natural hair. But the thing is, like a lot of people don't know how to to take care of it. Yeah, that's another. And thing. And that's the problem. Cause I'm like, like I said, my I have a special, <laughs> I have special hair my hair like the kinkiness does not bother me i love the kinkiness it's just so fine no, nothing works i can't do twist outs detangling is breakage i get i get protein treatments consistently and i'm in the hair salon every two weeks and my hair still breaks and that's why i just don't wear it out and it just breaks it breaks it breaks i like i was gonna get i told you i was gonna put um a texturizer in it just to oh, loosen yeah, it a little bit. I didn't end up not doing it because I'm like, nah, I really like my texture. I just can't do nothing with my hair. If my hair was a little bit more coarse, and I'm not talking about the thickness of the, the amount of hair strands on my head. I'm talking about, like, the thickness of each hair strand. Mm-hmm. If my hair was a little bit more coarse or, or the hair strand itself was thicker, I would be able to wear my hair out. But it just snaps and it reverts and it doesn't keep any hairstyles. It's, I'm just it's over so it. It is so frustrating because I'm like, I'm. I, what's the point? I would spend time like doing twist outs, and before I walk out the house, my hair was fine. And then when I walk out, I look mm-hmm. like a whole, like I didn't do nothing to it. Right. You know. And I mean that that should be the, like the only issue that we face. You know. But it's just like there's so many things. Like, am I gonna be considered beautiful? Like, what is it? And I'm like, I understand. Like, you know, feeling like you know, oh my, they're really ODing. I'm so sorry, y'all. They're really ODing. <laughs> Um, they were doing that shit all night yesterday. Like, yo, all night yesterday. Yo, all night. I'm like, people got work in the morning. I, I, I'm like, literally in the kitchen, and I'm jump. I thought it was a gunshot. Same. Yo, I'm like, I can't tell the I'm difference. I'm like looking out the window. I'm like, do I hear people screaming? Yeah. <laughs> Should I get on the floor? 
Um, but yeah, I just want us to be in a better space. And I'm like, we're, it's going to take time. I feel like colorism is not going anywhere. Um, texturism or curlism. But I am seeing anywhere. more black women embrace themselves. Embrace yeah. Themselves. You know, like I said, like I, we, we started this, this natural hair journey for us, um, to, so we can love ourselves more. But I feel like, I don't know if some of these women intentionally did it, but you know, unfortunately, the lighter girls or the ambiguous mixed girls with softer hair textures hijacked the whole natural hair movement from the rest of us. And that's all you see. That's all you see now. Like, oh my God, is our hair beautiful? Is our hair beautiful? And all these other things. And I'm just like, we have to understand when we are in our, on our natural hair journey, genetically, we're all fucking different. And mm-hmm. our hair is not going to look like, you know, natural 85. Our hair is not going to look like some of these folks out here. Um, so just keep that, keep that, keep that in mind, yeah. you know, so. And I, I was just telling the girl, I was just like, well, but like, what type of hair texture do you have? And like, just. What did she say? She was like, my hair gets curly, but she was just saying how like over the years she, cause she, she goes and gets her washing sets all the time and she gets her blowouts and all these other things. And I was like, well, if you want to be like natural, like you can't do that put all that heat and stuff to your hair because she's like oh yeah i go to the dominicans and they're the only people who uh can grow my hair for me and all this other stuff and so i i gave her don's information yeah i was like book an appointment with don if when you can um but also we have education yeah educate you your hair especially like don really knows like what she's doing but it's like First of all, I'm not going to the Dominicans because they're going to fry your shit. Yeah, I'm not. So you I'm know. Like, when she said that, I was just like, I don't think that's the best people to go to. Because, like, my hair, my hair was like, my, the length of my hair was like right below my collarbone, right? And I remember one time, like, my hairstylist, she's around the corner from me, but she was like out of town. I really need to get my scalp washed. And I went to the Dominicans around the corner. And, like I said, my hair length is literally right below my my collarbone Mm -hmm. they wanted to charge me more money just because it was too much to detangle they wanted to charge me so much more and mind you they're detangling women with hair longer and thicker than mine so it's because they don't know what what to do with it and i'm like are they putting first of all our hair should really we really shouldn't be getting our hair blown out with a with a hairbrush and for some reason we think our hair is heat trained when it's when it doesn't revert but it's damaged because your hair's supposed to be able to revert back to this curly or kinky state it's not supposed to remain straight so if your hair is is it has some strings is that means it just need to be cut you cannot you, there's nothing you could do to revert that mm-hmm. you just got to cut it and uh, and, uh, and 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 then again we go into these people that don't know what they're fucking talking about either you know the certain things i just feel like it, it's just a bunch of bullshit and we just have to really you know i don't think you need to spend a million dollars at hair salons because i know there's, there's some natural hair salons like that charge you like 150 no yeah diva curls expensive yeah there's some there's some there was a hair salon i went to in brooklyn a couple years ago they charged me like 130 for a wash a condition and just you know this like six cornrows so i could put my wig on and they wanted and they they, and they they trimmed no i got a trim and they trimmed my hair wet was it magical I forgot the name of it. It's no, on North like, Was it magical? Like, did you feel no. like it was worth? But that's what I'm saying. Like, and I didn't even really have a deep conditioner. They charged me all this money, and I'm like, and they trimmed my hair wet. I'd be like in the boob, and it's dark. It is. Here. It is mad dark in here. <laughs> but, but you know, it was. We. I think you can find people who know what they're doing, and you know, and understand that like, every product is not going to be for you. And I think also stop shopping for products that go based of hair hair patterns 
I think chakra products for like the like your hair um the thickness of like your hair strands like whether your hair is normal mm. fine or coarse because some products if you have you have fine hair like me i can't use a whole lot of oils in my hair yeah it's way it way it's gonna weigh it down it's gonna dry it out where somebody who has more coarse meaning the thickness of the hair strand may be able to endure it more right you know so every product sometimes like a lot of natural hair products is so heavy with oils that it just weighs it down and you're not gonna be able to pull water from the from the air and I think um, patience is important. Too. Oh, patience like, too. It's not comparing yourself to people. Have, have, have patience with yourself. I know me, I'm one of the people like I get frustrated. And when I first started like wearing my natural curls, I would just be in the mirror like, what, what? Like, I, mm-hmm. it's not looking like, what am I doing? What am I doing different from what Dawn did to my hair? Like, why is it not looking the same like way? That? Like, and I just be like, oh, I'm about to throw on my wig. Like, fuck this shit. I'm not doing it or whatever. Um, yeah, I totally think it's a journey and to have patience. But also, guess what? If you want to wear wigs, wear fucking wigs. Oh, yeah, definitely. If you you can do that. wear your natural hair, wear your natural hair. Like, I, like fuck what everybody thinks. Be you however you want to be you. Because I'm really tired of, like, it's just, I don't know. I just feel like sometimes as black women, like, we can't. Yeah, we can't win for shit. And I'm like, if you want, like, listen, I, like I said, I haven't worn my hair out in a while. And it's, like I said, it's not because I don't want to. I'm just, my hair just breaks all the time. No matter what I do, it breaks. And that's frustrating. And it's frustrating because that's the only reason why. But other than that, it's just, like, yo, if, I could, if my hair was a little coarser, I, I swear to God, I, these wigs would be on timeout. Because it feels good to have that wind blowing through your scalp. I'm not lie. It is, yeah. It feels good. It does feel And you just feel liberated. Like, just feel mad liberated. And it's like, so, it's such a fly look, too. Yeah. Like a pair of sunglasses. Yeah. You're mad the cute. Hair out. It's just like. Mad cute. Yeah. And this black guy did tap me on the shoulder. He was like, I like that look, sister. I know, like, right? Yeah. Oh, he didn't say nothing about the blonde? Because you know how some people are like, you're not really natural because you're blonde. Cause you know some people are. Like, I'd be like, oh well, kill me. Yeah, I'm not, okay, yeah right. Like, literally, that would be my response. Like, okay, I'll you can't cry. win for shit. Black women can't win for shit. I know, but whatever. Fuck everybody. Like, just do what you want to do. Whatever makes you feel comfortable, do that shit. Od. Um. What else happened? Carmelo Anthony on the oh, boat. Oh, you see what's going on? I saw the gossip in the city, like on the boat with that white girl. It's supposed to be a couple's trip. First of all, Camilla Anthony is a fucking liar. And he has some nerve being on the boat with some next woman Yo. on his wife's birthday. You're bold. Yeah. You're very fucking bold. That's embarrassing. Um, what I thought was so funny is that he was like, oh, I'm on the boat with a woman and her husband and their kids and they're very private people first of all my nigga we all know how paparazzi get down and if it was kids and another man on that boat or whoever else trust me they would have been out there they yeah we would, a picture of them would have surfaced right two if you truly in your heart wanted to save your situation uh you was gonna find that man and his kids that that fake husband and shit that you made up and you was gonna make sure nigga first of all my wife think I'm cheating, and I just had a baby with another one. I'm pulling out my phone. I'm like, y'all see this family? Yeah. This is this is the family. Mm-hmm. I'm put up that baby. I'm like, yo. He does, supposedly that baby is his. He's low-key taking care of it. The baby care. is his. Son. Carmelo. 
Oh, so trifling. Um, I mean, I'm not surprised. You did have a whole human on Lala. Yeah, a whole human. I'm. I'm not. Listen, I said Beyonce and Lala getting cheated on. We have no fucking hope. Yeah, she is pop. And she's quiet in person. She is gorgeous. Oh my god, gorgeous! One time, I was, I was coming out of bathroom. I was at Sicconi's, Sicconi's, or whatever. It's in Dumbo, and she was online for the bathroom. And I looked at her, way more beautiful in person. Gorgeous. I'm look. Of course, looks me nothing. I'm just saying she is beautiful. Mm. And. I can't believe that. I, I mean, I could believe it, but I was like, how dumb are you? And then on her birthday. Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh, I don't want to answer it. Yeah. Just, okay. She got away. She know how to do podcasts on... On her birthday. I was like... And then you're, you're on a yacht? Trying to cover your face? Mm-hmm. Sir... Mr. No I feel like paparazzi are like the, the best detectives in the world. How the fuck did they fi- get on a boat to, and to sail somewhere to take pictures? They, I would, what? I feel for sis though. That's embarrassing. I just feel for any woman who has like that's in like the limelight that gets embarrassed publicly by their spouse. Embarrassed you once, took him back. Also, we don't even know what goes behind on, what goes on behind the scenes with them. Yeah. But embarrass her once, had a kid on her. She takes you back. Then on her birthday. Mm. On a yacht or something. Like, oh. I would love to know what happened. I wish I was a fly on that goddamn wall. Now she wants to turn the lights on. <laughs> now my was, eyes it hurt. too dark. Um, you trifling. Son. You already away for my birthday. So I'm probably feeling the ways. But yeah. whatever, it's work. Supposedly. Mm. She found you another bitch, huh? So these guys don't give a fuck and about these nothing. girls don't be giving a fuck. They be like, Mary? Well, you not acting Mary. Exactly. So, it's Shit. lit. As long as I can get something in return, I'm Put going. Put me on the yacht. Right. Send me up a private account. Ice me out. Fly me right? out. That's all they caring about. They be trying to take some good Instagram pictures. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's embarrassing. I feel for her. Just keep her in her. Let's keep her in our prayers. She gotta divorce him. I feel like she's just too bad, and she's just like too. And she has too much going on. I feel like you don't need that energy. Like now, this woman has to heal. Yeah. This woman has to heal. And she don't say nothing. Like. She's laying low. You know, sidebar. Let me just go back to the Kardashians for a second. Larsa Pippen should be the last motherfucking to- talking about anybody cheating or anything because since you was the main cheater in your relationship, you was fucking with bum ass future. I'm sorry, I had to, I had to get that point across. I was thinking shit was on my chest. While on Larsa, I think Larsa's fucking weird. I think when she had first came out with Kim Kardashian, I she. Like, after a few months later, because Larsa had been kind of, like, laying low or whatever. But when she, like, came into the spotlight or whatever. She came out looking one way. And the next thing you know, she starts looking like Kim Kardashian. She's doing her lips, her nose, everything. She looks she looks weird. She looks very odd. Weirdo shit. And I think another thing that's weird is that there's nothing but these grown-ass people. Like, the, the Kardashian sisters, besides uh, Kendall and Kylie... They're in their mid late thirties. Yeah. Why y'all hanging around? That's 
besides your siblings, why y'all hanging around with 21, 22-year-olds, 25? Yeah, because Courtney's 40. And be running around with Lucas Abbott. I don't think he's a day over 21. Mm-hmm. Y'all look weird. This is strange, folks. Scott Disick, his uh, dating Lionel Richie's daughter, that girl's like 22. Mm-hmm. Scott is close to 40. If not ready. That shit is weird. I'm like... Why you ha- why y'all fucking with kids? Why y'all hanging around kids? Mm-hmm. That pedophilia should be real. Like mm-hmm. I'm sorry, it's too weird. Mm-hmm. And the shit that they let slide, like, like mm, whatever. Um, but what was he talking about? Oh, Lala and Carmelo. Yeah, I feel sorry for her. Yeah, I feel I bad. I hope she divorces ass. Yeah. And get with a nigga with a ring. Yeah, exactly. She- I hope she get a new nigga in that year. He win a championship, NFL, football, soccer. I don't care. And have another kid. Mm. She needs to have another baby. She, he'd be really hurt. And That's like the worst feeling to be real faithful to somebody and be loyal and hold somebody down, and they just literally just violate your trust. And for years. For years. Defended I'm so, him. I'm so scared of that. To to feel like I have a bond with someone. Like we're like mm-hmm. we're deeper than. We're deeper than love. We're deeper than uh, a relationship. We're deeper than a friendship. Like we are, we are soulmates. Like we are tied to one another. And then you do something to break it like that. Mm-hmm. And I think I think cheating is for sure a big deal to me. But I I definitely think having a baby with someone else is like. Oh yeah! Absolutely. Absolutely. And then they were saying that Lala's not letting him see his kid. Oh, oh really? So he just gives her money. He's not in the kid's life. Why would, okay, so that's your karma then. I could not be with a man that is not raising his child. But my thing is, as a man, Carmelo, say Carmelo had to choose between raising his child, right, his new child, and being with Lala. To me, as a man, I would be like, the fact that you even make me make that yeah make that should even be an ultimatum let me know that like the love that i thought we had even though i fucked up od the fact that i have to choose between my blood and my wife i can't do it yeah i I would have to break up with you yeah i want to leave As, as a woman i couldn't be with a man who makes the conscious decision to not take care of his child it would make me feel uncomfortable yeah i couldn't i would i couldn't sleep at night i couldn't sleep at night and no, like no, I, and I'm like I would want my kids to know their sibling, even though it's fucked up. Like I really admire Rashida. Like I know, like some people might think she's an idiot, she's a dummy, or whatever. But I feel like we're not married, and I, I, I we don't know what we would do in those situations. Because I feel like yeah, everybody fucks up, and that's a big, big fuck up. But either you're gonna make your marriage work, and and take this child in as your own, own possibly, or you just gonna have to leave because there shouldn't be no stipulations on if he should if he should raise his child or not. Yeah, that's just ridiculous. That is definitely ridiculous. And it's, it would I don't know I feel like as a man it would make me feel uncomfortable. Yeah, like, and if yeah. If, he, if he really is not raising his daughter and just giving money, then that speaks a lot on his character. Yeah, I mean, if anything, to me, he has the last say. So yeah. I, I get like if it is true that Lala had this big ultimatum at the end of the day like you're a man and that's your daughter yeah it's your job 
to take you care brought that, that child to get access and to be in their lives like money is one thing but you also have to be there like that's also too is important and the child don't got nothing to do with the shit you did mm-hmm. they didn't ask to be here yeah you made a decision as an adult to fuck another woman without a condom mm-hmm. she said well i'm gonna keep this kid mm-hmm. and it is what it is mm-hmm. so yeah that's what the streets are saying that um he basically picked lala over raising his daughter that's ridiculous oh yeah back. Ooh. i was like also like they have enough money to wear like he doesn't even have to be near the baby mother. Like, send somebody to pick up the baby. He ain't have a liaison. Like, there's so many grandmothers, that you can aunties, do so that you don't even have to. Mm-hmm. If if that's what you're nervous about, if you're nervous about them like sleeping together or something like that, but mm-hmm. like, exactly. Let me see what else I have on my list of things to talk about. When I rich nigga, true. Fucking asshole. Um, the mayor of Kyoto asked Kim K to change the name of her undergarment collection. So I didn't get into it, so I don't even know. Come on now. Okay. So Kim Kardashian announced that she was going to, that she's coming out with a shapewear brand. And that she was naming a shapewear brand Kimono Intimate. And everyone was like in a big uproar. Because it was like, of the Komodos. Not the Komodos, the Kimonos. Right. And so at first, before the mayor of Kyoto came out and said anything, um, everyone is in, was in an uproar. But she basically came out with a statement and was like, this is kind of like me paying homage to like the beautiful craftsmanship of all the work that goes into kimonos. And... Um, I'm actually just like paying respects and and then also she tried to uh, trademark the word kimono and it's just like are you serious yes and so everyone was in a big uproar and like I said she had came out with a statement basically saying that this is her paying her respects and that she won't be changing her name um and so the mayor wrote a letter to Kim Kardashian basically saying like this is something that's sacred to Japanese these people yeah like this is us and it's basically so disrespectful for you to try to not only name your brand after this but also for you to trademark it yeah because you think about it in a sense of like she's so big that it would get to a point where you would google the word kimono, kimono and she would pop and up. her shapewear would pop up mm-hmm it's inconsiderate. Totally, Why would they like, think it's okay? Pushing the history of it down and like you you already know how Google search works. Whatever is in the highest ranking goes to the top. And then there's just pages upon pages upon pages. And um so today she issued a statement saying that she is going to change the name. But I'm thinking in my mind, who told you? Like this is where that entitlement comes from where you think you could do anything. Because first of all, you're going to school to be a lawyer. And then you have so many people who you work with, and all of those people okayed you naming but, your brand. But this is what I'm saying. But this and is, you're trademarking the word kimono. But this is my this is, this goes back to what I was saying earlier. They're living in such a superficial world. They don't they don't they don't understand it. Like they think that, like they live in like like a, in a world full of like a field of daisies, and that's not 
everyone's reality. And the world is basically like at their palm. Like, yeah, it's like they could have anything they want. Yeah, yeah. Like my thing is like you're a proud Armenian. Do something to tribute to our to Armenian women. I'm pretty sure they got little houses where they sew and shit, and they have like you know a uh, classic wear or something like that. I think it's fucked up. I always say they want to cook everything else. But well, nothing. Fucking Armenian I mean, food. yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Show us the shits. Let's see, is what it why is. Why y'all frying chicken? You know, so I just, I don't, I don't understand like why they would even think that was okay. And it's just like you're not even your team. I don't even. And the thing is, like their team, they have some like Asians on their team. So, but then again, they might be detached from reality as well because no one's on their team and be like, wait a minute. This may not be a good idea unless Kim Kardashian is saying, hey, I'm going to need a kimono. I'm going to pay tribute to it and I'm going to give some of the proceeds to the women in Japan who or, you know, some type of some type of some type of contribution to Japan in some shape or form. Maybe, you know, but they're I don't there. She's not going to do that. And you know what another thing that I realized about the Kardashians? Like, we always talk about how they feel such um, entitlement. But one thing I noticed is that, like, when I think about, like, the Malikas and the Kimura, I was like, or even um, Kanye West friends, I was like, they have black people, and even Kanye West himself. I said, the reason why they feel comfortable with doing all the foul shit that they do as far as, like, appropriating... um, black woman and the culture and all of that stuff is because they have black people around them that they are like yeah that's cool yeah, or never Do check it. them yeah it's not yeah, okay yeah, that's that's exactly and it's not okay you know and until like like i don't know malika and khadija's like history on like where they grew up or where they're from or anything like that but i just feel like they're so detached from like what's going on on the daily basis that they just like they like they live a Calabasas lifestyle, which is super superficial. It is mm-hmm. not, it's not the reality of like ninety nine percent of the world. Yep. And and that's the problem. And I'm like, how do you really just try to say I'm gonna name me kimono? You're not even Japanese. That's I disrespectful. Just, in my mind, I was like, why wouldn't you just call it KKW uh, Intimates? Yeah. Everything else is under KKW. Like yeah. to me, it's just like, what made you name this kimono? Like it just doesn't and what, make any sense. Because I think I seen a photo. And I'm just like, I don't get it. How I don't see the correlation between the uh, the shapewear to the kimonos. I, I don't get it. I didn't really read the the article. I'm just like this. I, I can't do it no more. Cause it's always something. Yeah, it's it's like, like, I was like, I was like, I can't read it. I'm, I'm like, I'm sick of them being like the the brunt of every brunt of, of every conversation, and I'm just. They know how to keep us talking about them, though, I'll tell you that. Because we definitely talked about them multiple times right now. I know. Someone was like, they probably just do this shit on purpose, just to get the conversation going. Yeah. And then, like, they don't want to name it that anyway, but they just be like, well, whatever. Yeah. Let me just throw something out there, make everyone mad, and draw all the attention towards the product, and then, boom, people buy it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I just say, she's a they're they're exhausting. It really is exhausting, and and I just want people to be culturally sensitive to other people's shit, especially something like as traditional and ancient, like especially not even getting no proceeds back to the to Japanese or people like or businesses in Japan who actually like survive off of this. Like this is how they eat and feed their families. Yeah, the mayor was like, um, I encourage you to come visit Kyoto and to like learn about the um kimono experience and all these other things and take take a part in it here but don't take the shit yeah and then she was um 
And her statement back, she was like, you know, I was never going to make kimonos or anything. It's like, it's not. So, but that's what I'm saying. That. Like, it's, it's not even about that. It's just that it's it's not. It's a distraction from what it really is. And we don't and need that. And it's kind of erasing, like, the fact that you're you're not making kimonos. You're making shapewear. There's, like, no connection. you're calling it kimono. So, you're, it's, you're honestly, like, erasing it in a sense because you know how big you are. Yeah, and kimonos is, tradition, is a traditional garment. Like, why would you... And you know the new kids don't know much. Yeah. Right? Like, they what? would think that a kimono is really shapewear. Because... Yeah, why would you want to do that? That's like when they wanted to... What, was it Gucci that wanted to sell turbans? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, how culturally oh, insensitive... that real quick. Yeah, that was culturally insensitive. For $800. Man... And you know white people would have been marching down the street with them turbans. Yeah, yeah. Talking about I got Gucci. And some, of us, and some of black folks, too. You know, we, we definitely would have been rocking them stu- that shit. And, and it, it would have been stupid. Like, we have to be more sensitive to people's cultures. Yeah. You know, and it, it's just, you can't be just profiting other people's shit and just, especially not even giving back. Like, think about now, like, the whole shea butter. Um, the, the whole, like, the product of shea butter. A lot of these people are going into um, to Africa and they're, they're not even taking care or giving back. Matter of fact, there's a, I saw an advertisement of the day. An advertisement about shea butter. This white woman was just like, yeah, you know, she's selling shea butter, and people were, ripped this woman in shreds because it's like the way she said it and the way she worded it. Um, she's not even giving. I think where I think she gets this shea butter from Ghana, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and it's literally, she's not even like giving back to the villages that that go and prepare it and things. like this is like a, a a remedy that they use over there to to um to help with their skin conditions and some of them cook with it and all this other stuff this is like people just keep going into these places and just taking the resources or trying to take some pieces of the culture and just try to profit off of it but there's another skincare business that's going into south africa right now that's extracting like certain herbs and shit mm. and still not getting the and not, not anything. giving them jobs not giving them jobs or nothing mm. and other skincare business doing the same thing it's like I saw this post, uh, I saw a meme, and under the comment, it was it was like a news article about a boy who had gotten arrested for selling edibles. And then above it, uh, they would, someone had basically named the youngest weed millionaire. The youngest, the youngest millionaire in the weed industry. Mm-hmm. And they were making edibles. Mm-hmm. And but because, and they were making it seem like it was like such a positive thing. But this little um, this black young boy. black man was a fucked up human being who went to jail because he was selling edibles. And they was like, remember all of this stuff that you see when you see these people praising. But this is my thing, right? Like, there's, like there's so much context surrounding this. Matter of fact, last Tuesday I went to Taco Tuesday, and this guy. Um, sit next to me, whatever, and we just had a conversation. So he's like, "Yeah, I sell insurance now. I have a clothing line." The whole conversation was pissing me off because he's a 34 year old man and doesn't know shit. That's besides the point. So he was like, "Well, you know, I really just sell weed," and I said, "Okay, I'm don't knock that. You sell weed, whatever. You make you got to take care of your kids or whatever the case may be." So I, I think it's time for us to like stop with the bullshit. 
because there's certain states you really just can't sell weed like you cannot sell it you cannot make it don't do it especially certain towns and counties where they create the laws just don't fucking do it instead of just like you say you sell weed and you make let's say three thousand dollars a week go to fucking colorado and start investing in that shit or start doing something over there because you can't not do it here you cannot and and so certain like a post like that would kind of irritate me because we're not encouraging um we're not encouraging learning how to do it the legal way mm. you know we're encouraging like and I, I get what they're trying to do like mm. you know i'm trying to we, we, we're trying to create like a correlation or trying to see like yeah there's still black men black and brown men are still getting locked up but there's actually legal's way to do it now and we still choose a, this certain certain route I don't know is it because we fear entrepreneurship or maybe sometimes we really just can't do it maybe sometimes a lack of education a lack of education but i did hear that in states i don't know no i was did you see the grapevine episode about the weed um there was a bunch of like weed entrepreneurs and no. stuff like that well someone was saying how like even when you're like what? they still make it hard they still make it hard. yeah it is that's, but that's and i'm not saying like starting a business starting a business is hard and yeah and there's still obstacles right that you have to go through no matter what but they were basically saying like it's hard to get into the weed industry and it also you also have to have a large amount of money i i and i totally get that and you sometimes you do gonna have to start small right but i feel like if we are if we're not going to promote education educating ourselves or educating the youth on how to do it the right way the legal way let's stop with that meme because there are other ways to do it now whether you you can actually buy stocks in the shit you can buy shares mm-hmm. so i'm on i'm on robin hood all the time looking at what shares to buy purchase what should i purchase today you know i'm still trying to i'm still iffy about the weed industry there's people that's actually buying it and doing doing well with it it's fine but i feel like there's so many outlets right now where you you can do you could partner with people you could do all these other things like let's start educating ourselves because it's one thing if you go to fucking um let's say Mississippi and Mississippi has a law where you they think it's illegal to grow weed and manufacture your own goods of course you're gonna get arrested right of course you're going it's the law you cannot do it whether we agree with it or not you cannot fucking do it versus you know going to like Nevada or Cali or Colorado or somewhere like I think maybe I don't know if the Nebraska any of the um, Dakotas are doing it um but you know let's 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 educate ourselves a little bit more so we can avoid this shit because now you're trying to you're trying to create something that doesn't make sense right right like and you're it, like you kind of setting yourself. You set it, up you, yeah, you're setting yourself up. It's like yeah. you're not supposed to do that it. That makes sense. Okay, I can understand it. On but that. it's still it, it, is it fucked up? Yes, because there's a lot of black and brown men who are in pri- in prison currently right now or doing time. And I actually have a homeboy that's about to turn himself in because he got caught with a few pounds of weed. Um, he about to, I think he's turning himself in maybe like next week. But um, you, it's unfortunate. But we you kind of have to understand like there is there are laws. But if you're making all this money, you could buy bust down rock watches and you Gucci to the toe, the, from the from your feet to your head. Take that money, go over there, and and start your own business. Run your own business if you love weed that much. And go go learn about go it. go learn like, about it. Um, go do the work. And I feel like sometimes because the journey seems so long, you don't even want to do it. Yeah, and it's so much easier to be complacent and to like just be where you are especially if you're living a comfortable life already 
I think it's easier to just continue living that life than to really just be like, nah, let me learn this. Like, let me get in the business. You know what I mean? And, you know, the next five years could really, you could really change your life if you just do the work. And I just feel like sometimes we don't do the work, we don't educate ourselves, and we also don't take advantage of all the free resources that are available to us. Oh, definitely. Absolutely not. Because people don't even want to Google. I, I learned that. People, like, sometimes when people ask me certain questions in my mind, I'm like, you could have just Googled this. Or even Google if, is free. Yeah, it's free. And Google is lit. And it, I'm not saying that everything's 100% right on Google, but it'll get, like, you can connect dots. Dots, yeah. And, you know, you Google one thing, and then you get a kind of a bit of an answer, and then you... You know, you start with a different also, question from the answer that you had in general. Like, like for me personally, like I read, but I I grasp better when when you talk to me or if somebody's talking to me about something. I'm big on YouTube. If I don't know how to yes. do something or if I need to know information. So, you know, it's some people are, it depends on how you learn, you know, go on YouTube. There's so much information. There's literally people, man. I, I found this guy on YouTube uh, maybe like two months ago. This guy, um, this black guy, I forgot his name. He has a whole YouTube channel that tells you about real estate. Like, literally breaks shit down. Like, I was thinking about going to uh, DJ Envy's little seminar, but somebody told me, like, you yeah, don't learn I shit. Dawn, I wanted to go to that People were saying you don't learn shit, but I still feel like why not give it a try anyway? Um, but they said, like, it, the information they give you, you really just have to have money. Most people don't have money, but that's besides the part point. There's this whole guy. I'll give you his information when we're done. Um, when I, I have to go on YouTube, he literally breaks down to you everything you need to know, like every single thing you need to know. And it's free. And it's free. The information is free. Like he has videos on videos on videos, what to do, what to expect, you know. And, he's, and there's other real estate gurus on there too. Unless you have like a one to one like mentorship. It's going to be hard to go to a seminar or just read certain things to um, to grasp information. So you may have to pay for a mentor so they can walk you through certain stuff. But, I mean, the information is literally at our fingertips. And we choose to, like, not access it. And I, I just don't understand. I just don't get it. There's free mentorship programs. Yeah. There. There's free workshops. Mm-hmm. There's, yo... Google like whatever you want to do in life you can someone has done it before yeah it's there I'm telling you I'm telling you I know a lot of times we get discouraged because we don't have the money figure it out find a way how to get that money whether it be in uh, a loan or a grant or some sponsorships because even like the government like if you you want to own land or maybe want to interested in farming like especially for black farmers they giving out loans like crazy for for farming for black folks so you know that this the information is there you just have to seek it like i'm i'm just so tired of the fucking excuses and then we get mad well did you read up on it no why didn't you no one has an answer I think we often forget, like, you have to do the work. Even when you sign up for these seminars, the shit don't stop there. Yeah. DJ Envy not passing out houses. Exactly. You have to go and do the work. And I feel like people, we're just not taking um, advantage of, like, the resources that are out there for us. And there are people who want to help black people. Mm -hmm. There are people that's like, please, come to me. Like, what do you need? 
Mm-hmm. And other people of color too as well. Um mm-hmm. but do the whatever you wanna do, do the work. Like sometimes I'll get DMs from you guys about like, oh, how do I start my own podcast and what type of equipment should I give and all this other stuff. And I'm always happy to give out the information, but let me tell you something. When I started listening to podcasts and when I wanted to learn, you know, and I, when I made the decision like, okay, I want to get into podcasting, I set up on Google. I Google everything. I YouTubed everything. Everything I learned was right there. Everything I purchased was right on Amazon. Yeah, it's like people are afraid. It's like people are afraid to learn. Like, I really think you guys have a, a fear of like love of, of, of expanding or some shit. Like you're afraid it's laziness. of his laziness. Is like, or you're afraid of like being your better self, or you you might have to leave your friends or people behind, and that's okay too. Some people are not meant to go on the, on that journey with you. But let's talk about friends, right? I was thinking about this the other day. Like, if you have a friend who you know, like. I don't know, say they're trying to go vegan or say your friend wants to start a new business or um, say your friend, I don't know, whatever. Like they're just on a, a journey. Please support them. Like I feel like sometimes when your friend's like, when you're like, oh, like let's go out. And your friend's like, nah, you know I'm trying to get my shit together. You know I'm trying to get that new apartment, blah, blah, blah. You're like, nah, come out. You're, and like, and you're basically pressuring them. It's like, and like I get that you want to like hang out with your friends or be with your friends or go on vacation with your friends or whatever, but like let's help our friends on whatever journey that they're on. Yeah, and be supportive because it's and like be if you, supportive. Yeah, because if you know like okay, well this person, you know they they may have to uh, pay for a class or fuck it, trying to lose weight. And Nikki, this is for you because you know my ass is trying to lose weight. And every time I turn around, your ass always telling me to come out and, and, and drink and eat and all this other shit. And then you, then you want to make these soul food menus and the shit be pissing me off because you know I'm trying to lose weight. I'm sorry, I had to get that off my chest. Love you too. I'm going to make that into a clip. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but it yeah, it is so important because you know how easy it is to give in. You know how easy mm-hmm. it is to be like, okay, let me just go out this one night. And you spend mad money. Yeah, like, let's start holding our friends accountable to the goals that they want to reach you know let's be true accountability partners mm-hmm. let's 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 really try to do that and let's really try to support our friends i always be telling my um anytime my friends come to me with ideas i'd be like yo let me know you can come over my house i'll come to your crib let's start googling like let's start getting things together like i am so open to helping my friends with whatever they need to do mm-hmm because listen, we're not gonna be young forever. Like yeah, we only get older, and so like let's get our shit together. And if I can help you, you know what I'm saying, I'm gonna do it. And whatever you need, mm-hmm. if you shit, if you selling shit on the weekends, and you need a someone to be there for you, if I'm not doing nothing on the weekends, I'm gonna come next to you, and we gonna stand, and we gonna sell your shit. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know. Let's just help one another get to where we need to go. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, in the episode with that, um, again, thank you all for listening. I hope you have a great Fourth of July. Eat some potato um, salad for me. Yes. Wednesday is my last day of work, and I'm I just can't wait for Wednesday. Are you not working Friday? Girl, I'm off Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Oh, you're gonna have fun. It's lit. Yeah. So. 
Thanks for listening. If you love the show, please go on iTunes podcast and leave a review. You and don't anything? request me. Please don't friend request Yaya. Because she's not accepting it. I don't trust her. Y'all might be the ops. I don't trust none of y'all. She's in hiding. So. <laughs> Bye. Bye.